Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by the dub one himself, J-Dub Justin Richardson. And our guest today is the one and only Mickey Hatfield. You can find all our content and all our stuff on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can hang out with us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast. And you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And just, I mean, you know, I'm sick of asking, and you're sick of hearing it. So just like and subscribe so my wife stops shitting all over me for doing the show. Justin, you ready to get this thing going? He is. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, well, let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Exploring your day. And how you get paid Launching a new episode Every Tuesday Your day can transform While we inform With new episodes available On every platform So check out our live And how we get live Then do us a solid Share and subscribe We're just sharing all right jalen dub i'm gonna let you tell me let me tell me tell me about this guy i'm gonna tell you so i'm gonna paint you gonna paint you a small picture here because like i don't know how many like how many friends do you have outside of like that you made after high school? Uh, not a ton. Five, three, two. Like not ones many. that are as close as I as I am. That feel like kids you went to high school with. Like you know, you make it's, acquaintances. You have your yeah. girlfriends, husband yeah. who you go to dinner with. You like that guy, right, but like right. guys who you're like, even though we didn't go to high school together, like you're like this guy. Right, he's my guy. Like he, he gets it. Your boys, like yeah, we would have like, yeah been we, friends. It, yeah, had we grown up together. Yeah. Yep. And that's rare, you know. So Very. I'm uh I uh I turn I move out of my parents' house directly in with a female. We lived together for like six years. Smart. Doesn't work out. No. I move in with my friends. Right. I'm like just I have a new found life, you know. Sure. My sure. my friends are now like, you know, they have settled relationships. A couple of them yep. are having kids or getting married. Oh, yikes. I find this new friend group. Love it. They're like five years younger than me. The kids Ooh, I work with still dangerous. But they're they're good, you know. They have right. like they're so when I was leaving high school, like skinny pants were like just entering. No, oh, and like God. this is this group of kids are like those like high school got wild after we left. Like, I heard because you're only a year above me, like it got much different. Mm-hmm. But this is 
the group we would have been in if we were oh. in that group, if you will. Don't you and feel so, like you wish like you were in that generation? You know, I like, see. I loved rap music. Like I was really into yeah. white people music, and then I got sure. really into rap. And like right. in that, when System of a Down came out, like I started to get into that. And oh, my friends so were good. none of my none of the eighth and church people in the right. cut. They weren't they weren't having that. No, I mean you know, missing dude. Toxicity was an incredible album. Yeah, it's absolutely not for incredible. Any of them. If no. you were pumping that in your car, <laughs> and even more to the fact was that emo music came out, which oh, I love, but could sure. never share with my no. friends. So this wasn't a this wasn't a music I could bump down eight down church right. street. You're not yet. Yeah, no Ocean Avenue on Eighth and Church. Yeah. But these yeah. fucking kids, Cheetos. They fu- like I never heard of the band Cheetos before them. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Sure. So like I'm 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 experiencing new things. I'm right. I'm, I'm I'm young again. I'm, right. I'm you know I'm 30, but I'm 25 again now. Rejuvenated. I, I'm single. My friends are gone to the wind. I have a yeah. new core, mm-hmm. and I uh, I'm hanging out with my buddy. And coming home from college in between yeah. semesters arrives mm-hmm. this kid. There's a spare Ooh. bedroom in my buddy's house. Okay. In walks tonight's guest. Maybe I have now. I've been staying at this kid's house, and he's been at college, so I've been sleeping in his room. Sure. And he, like that's where I sleep now. So he's my buddy's like, oh, uh, Mickey's coming home this weekend from college. You gotta can't sleep in there. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! All right, who's Mickey? Okay. Like, yeah, love him. I meet him. You know, he's only home for like three weeks for Christmas break the first time, and mm-hmm. then he's got to go back. You know, and sure. I'm like, sure. I'm like, when's and then like he he leaves. I come back over. I'm like, when's that kid come back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kid was a hit. Yeah, and so begins uh, a storied love affair. Right of uh you know um uh trauma bonding and a beautiful friendship love trauma bonding would you say it was like a low life love affair it is we were up to all kinds of nonsense and we found that like we you know we had similar experiences a mixed family numerous parents neither of us us have two parents (laughs) (laughs) you know neither of us had two parents and three brothers and life was just normal right and like he is a you know i mean he'll tell it but like you know there's a a sad beauty to his like past that i find that most people don't have any idea exists but like uh i heard a stat there was uh 75 million kids will not get a present this previous christmas that just happened in 2021 oh wow i was like damn 75 million kids Yikes. there's that many but jewish like, people <laughs> you know like, so there's a whole subject of life that like you meet this kid and i'm just like you should be much worse of a person for who you are right once you start learning about them you're like god right. the credit to you i'll take a little tip of the hat yeah how about it man you really could have fucking went down a dark hole bubba nobody would have blamed you for yeah. stabbing a lot of people <laughs> yeah yeah um but i love him i'm excited he's here i haven't suggested anyone to be on this show but this I'm is my this is my one well. recommendation yeah i dude i mean so he did come on. He was so you were at a, your brother's wedding, right? And we had Billy the Baba, Billy the Baba Nichols on the show, and he he jumped in to co-host. He saved your ass. This the guy. old lost episode. Oh, dude, the lost tapes of Atlantis. <laughs> that fucking lost hour was so fucking money. I think about dude like. Had we have aired that lost hour, we'd be fucking on Rogan next week. You know what I mean? Like, it was so fucking good. It was, like, full of clips, full of hits, 
And we just like, we were like, we saw a lot of juice going back in when we had to redo. Right. But we had nowhere near the juice that we had that first fucking hour. But either way, you're saying you're, this is your first recommendation to be on the show. So keep going. So Mickey, I have a question for you. If you're ready, uh, do you prefer your cheese products, crunchy or puffed? Crunchy Cheetos or puffed Cheetos? Mm. Oh, dog, they used to call me puffy bats, dude. And I don't call them Cheetos either. I, you know what I mean? I, they call cheese curls, man. Cheese so, curls. That, wait, 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 wait. You like, you like puffs more than crunchy? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, boy. Oh, this is, I told you. Yeah. I swear to God, I did oh, not prep my into this. God. I swear to God. There has been 15 people oh, on this fucking show bro. asked this question, and bro. no one but no me one. has said puffed. Only nope. really poor kids like puff more. Dude. You are the first puff. You are the first puff that's been them. on this show. Them. It just solidifies everything you know, I know about them. I mean, honestly, if you didn't love them before, you love them now. I said that whoever, I said one day someone will come on this show and say puff. One day. Now that never today's knew that day. Today's a day. Man. Well, Welcome to the puff one, one kid to be on food stamps. Boom. There you go, dude. <laughs> Fucking puffy, son. Oh man. They didn't have and, and, they didn't have crunchy on food stamps? Nah, dude. They barely had the puff. That Jones was just air, bag of cheesy air, dude. They're so good. <laughs> the, the Jacks? The Jacks. The Jacks is the Jax. best cheese curl you can get your hands on, dude. The best. The wow. ball is my personal favorite, but sure. a puff, nonetheless. That's, if you're gonna go puff, you want to go ball, right? Man, wow, I am just I'm telling you, I'm floored right now. I honestly oh. thought, I honestly thought we were never gonna get a puffed. Honestly thought, never gonna get a puffed. I every week I'm like crunchy. I'm like, ah, I'm like, well, yeah. uh, and like some of the you know, you've had your jujitsu guys on there, so sure. they're like, you know, I'm a I'm a crunchy guy. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm crunch. a puff boy. I'm a right. puff boy, right? But I'll find another puff boy, right? I, I had... gotta be real though. I do really fucks with the hot crunch, the crunchy hots. Oh, big. fire, Jones! Big. They're very. Have you good. done that? Have you done the jalapeno so ones too? Very good. Oh, very the good. jalapeno are fucking money. So yeah, good. I'm not only a puff boy. I'm also not a spice boy. <laughs> oh, my wow. poop was red, dude. My poop was like for <laughs> reals red, dude. I like freaked out. I called the doctor because I'm on Medicaid now, dude. I can stool? call. Oh my god, yeah. I called doctor. I'm like, yo, dude, I've been eating these fucking Cheetos. I usually do the puffs, dude. I'm doing the crunchies. <laughs> you know, like, and apparently it's like some food diet. It's like some, yeah. I don't know, some fucking you, food are food. you do you have Keystone first? Is that your nah? I I uh, I, ch- I chose the Etna plan because uh, it's be- better network, Jefferson. Bravo. Right. Dude, I was, I'll tell you this. Before before I got my office job, I was bartending full time. So on, on my taxes, you can, cl- you only claim like, cause they only take the electronic tips. Right. So yeah. I was claiming less than $10,000 a year. Right. So my wife at the time, she was working at a job where she set up Medicare for people. Right. So she was like, she told me, she's like, I can get you the best fucking insurance, but nothing. Right. And she set me up with the insurance bro. Best insurance I've ever had in my life. I got everything for in the best. Like I wasn't getting knockoff shit either. I was getting the best of everything for nothing, for nothing. I used to pay like, and I I know like this isn't like fun to hear, but like an insanely high premium for an awesome insurance plan. 
So yeah. I thought, you know, back when I was a fucking had an amazing title and before I right. lost everything. Right. I still at that point wasn't able to afford mental health care mm-hmm. since my life went to shit. It's yeah. become amazing because the one thing I have is Regina, you know, Love and they're it. like, put it on the fucking charge it to the game, son. Old, and I just pop Gina. in there. Dude, it's a, it's so popping, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's so lit. I'm and so big. Medicare for all, dude. Screaming on you, the rooftops. When you're when you say Regina, you're speaking of your therapist, Regina. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And is or, or as I like to call her my knight in shining armor. You're yeah, sure. So Regina is your knight in shining armor. She's the, you know, besides your lady, she's the most important woman in your life. And she, you know, has saved you emotionally. I would say that. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but right. I think she definitely helped. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I was down on my luck, Jackie Moon. I yeah. was bottom of the barrel, Jack, you know, yeah. drowning. Yeah, yeah, she saved me. Regina saved me. She threw me a life raft. Oh, so, yeah, she helped her. me big time. The USS Regina came in, saved you. Love it. Yeah. Nice. It's important to talk. It's important to talk about your feelings. It's important to just say some of your dumb thoughts that go through your head all day out yeah. loud, and it's a lot more easy to, like, rationalize them if you just say it out loud you're like i want to do this and you're like that sounds insane when i say it out loud yeah not to mention the validation you know what i mean like the stuff you you don't get typically because it's like you know grown-ups really don't get a lot of like fucking good for you's you know sure it's cool yeah do you ever to like replay a story in your head from like either growing up or whatever Right. And you just like think of like, God damn it, how fucking stupid I was. And then you tell the therapist that story and you're like, and then she's like, oh, you're not that stupid. That's so common. And you're like, yeah, I'm great. You know, and then your whole life has changed. Right. All all the time. Yeah. Mine's more like what she helped me with, because I really did do that, like where I would kind of disassociate if you will, you know, but a lot of the stuff I thought about wasn't like, "Ah, I wish I would have had that one back, but it was more like, trauma of like stuff i don't know why i'm thinking about it you know like like, uh like bad flashbacks kind of ptsd kind of shit sure you know so like i would say that stuff to her and i'm like i don't know why i'm thinking about this you know like why am i thinking about the one time like why do you get uh, stuck on it right right and then she'll be like oh it's because of that's going on in your life this week you know so like that's more of like you know a, a better kind of I think understanding of what she does for me, but yeah, she's great, dude. Nice. Also too, like you said, I'm great, dude. I signed up for it. I, I pay her dude. It hits <laughs> my insurance. <laughs> step, step one is seeking the help, right? Like you had the Try. courage to go out there and find it. You know Tell what, you what That is the, it, that's the hardest part. I'm not yeah. good at that. Mm. I'll just be like, I'm fine. It'll be fine. It'll that's all, that's, I'll be fine. Yeah. That's a, all men. It's no better. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of males, especially Irish males, apparently, are just, you bottle it, babe. That's, we bottle it up, gays. You know, I'm just, let's bottle it up, right? Yeah. Showing emotion. Yep. What are you, what are you, <laughs> freaking stunad? Huh? What are you, students? Huh? Yeah, not happening. I, I used to be like a brick wall. And now, dude, oh, same. Making puddles, dude. I'm yeah. fucking, yeah. dude, I'm, I'm like sensitive. Rip. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what did I do? I'm asking people like, did I offend? Uh, is everything okay? My, uh, no, like, my, it's pretty cool, but also my, pretty gay. Like, I'm a gay wad. Sue me. My childhood German Shepherd died when I was 14, and I don't think I cried about it until I was, like, 23 years old. Sure. I was at a bar one night, and somebody was talking about their dog. I was at Hat Tricks in Hatfield. Somebody was, like, <laughs> talking about their dog, 
And out of nowhere, yo, I just like started crying. <laughs> I was like, I miss my dog. I didn't yeah. go to when they put her down. Yeah, I was too busy whacking away the pain. <laughs> that was the cocaine, dude. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> That's the first time. I was like, I was like, I have feelings again. Yeah. Like, so we started business. <laughs> I hated it. My dog died. Yeah. Nice. I want to be a dog nice, groomer. It'll get yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, okay. So speaking of past traumas and, you know, being open, let's start at the beginning with, with Mickey here, shall we? So good old Mick, Mickey Bats, was born and raised in South Philadelphia, right? You lived there till you were 10. Uh, you had kind of a, a rough upbringing, right? Uh, living in South Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, you lived there till you were 10, then you went into foster care. Then you went down to Virginia to live with the great Aunt Judy, the one love Aunt Judy. And then you moved, bro. Yeah. And then you moved to Limerick, uh, where you were taken in by a family. And that's kind of where you you honed your your craft, so to speak. So let's start with your early life. So you grew up South Philadelphia. What was life like down there living in just the nice, the nice clean Irish neighborhood of South Philadelphia? So I was in the Italian neighborhood of South Philadelphia. There's an Italian neighborhood down there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, now I, I lived in squalor, to be completely honest with you, pal. Yeah. Um, like, Squatting. it wasn't like it was kind of like it was, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. And that's one thing I'm starting to figure out with Regina is like, for so long, I always was like, oh, I wasn't that bad, but like, yeah. very bad. Like, yeah. you know, there was, for most of my life didn't even have utilities oh, you know yeah, like yeah. um filth fucking uh, roaches by the uh, gazillions you yeah. know i love the um we have we've talked about this numerous times on our own um the never neverland concept at one point in your life the the parents would stay on the first floor this is a philly row home so you know the first floor is your living room yeah. your dining room your kitchen and yeah. then upstairs you've got bathroom and three bedrooms right and at some point his parents wouldn't go upstairs so there's uh three or four kids upstairs they don't come up there and then the, the adults stay downstairs and it's never never like they just you're on your own yeah figure it out you're hungry she, yeah when she go upstairs <laughs> so, it's like all right well what are we gonna figure out today you know yeah it's the land nice. of the lost so by yeah <laughs> yeah led by the lost yeah, for sure. Uh, and the Mick. blind, dude. I had one eye the whole time, dude. I look like a fucking asshole cyclops walking around there. Uh, no Mick. medical attention. You know, that's yeah. another thing. I didn't go to the doctor, bro, until I was like 10. I never been to the doctor. Yeah. Once. So, okay. So how far back can you remember? Do you have like your first memory from down there? Or is it all just one big blur of trauma? I remember it all. Like every second of it. Oh wow, that's great! Yeah. All right, it's well, crazy. Uh, what do you what like? Okay, so are you comfortable sharing? Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, kidding. Right. I'm gonna like this is how I'm gonna get on Oprah, son. Like, I mean, I'm surprised it. you haven't been on Rosie O'Donnell at least. I mean, come on. I know, dude. How about it? So, okay, so go ahead. So, what you know, you talked about living in squalor, and it was pretty, you know, pretty rough down there. One thing I noticed about like, be, like you know, when you're poor. There is no like prejudice, right? Like your your prejudice is against people with money. There's no like racial divides. 
there's no like like hatred to to men or women it's more just like oh wow you have something to offer i don't care what your race color religion creed whatever you like hey let's be friends like oh yeah yeah. so that's how i was but also too like the weird thing about my situation is that like you know my dad was a hundred percent italian like you know parents off the boat you know like everyone is very italian like my grandma oh, never really spoke english yeah oh, so like he, he had this like you know um you know that like ugly italian like the metagon attitude you know where yeah. they just think like if, you know if like, you're not italian you're a piece of shit and i have a yeah. couple of reasons why sure yeah. i sure yeah, so yeah, he did yeah. that but he was like embarrassed that he was like a scumbag you know what i mean so it yeah. was like a weird dynamic you know what he, I had, mean? Like, he had like his own insecurities about being a, like a scumbag uh, i mean it's just like not the italian way like, i see you know okay. filthy and you know like we yeah. we had to stop going to like my grandma's because she'd be like what the fuck is going on over there you know yeah. what i mean yeah but he was like just such a junkie he, he became such a junkie that like none of that shit matters anymore you know what i mean it's just like did he yeah. have like a main drug of choice so or was it he, just whatever he could get his hands on whatever really yeah. like on everything but like he did he was an upper guy he liked oh he, he liked, liked smoking he liked... crack coke yeah meth uh but yeah. also too i saw him shooting dope many a time you know like yeah yeah he gotta come taught down me what his, taught me what his annex was you know like brought me to the doctor we used to he used to make up like fake lies bring me with them, you know, just oh, to like wow. get some Xanax. Like, it, yeah. Like, yeah, I learned the alphabet through, and this is like a bit, but it's serious, like through drugs. Like I knew the difference between like a Percocet, a Xanax, like everything like Prozac. Oh, wow. I used to, cause I used to run medicine cabinets, like Mickey medicine cabinets, like <laughs> any friend I had, I would look, had to look for that because if I score that, it's like, we eat oh tonight. no okay so like your dad would be like like you're doing it for your parents in a way right mm -hmm. okay i see yeah yeah so you're a great house guest at that age they really oh yeah. dude i'm like the, can i use your bathroom the best schemer <laughs> of all time dude like I was like Indian in the cover. If the, you've got, you know, and and plus two, you're a little blonde, blue haired, one eyed. Do you have a rat tail at this time when you're. Tell me you had a lisp too. Your people would have eaten you up. Are you kidding? Nah, dude. I just had this fucking wildly lazy eyes. <laughs> oh shit! This crooked boy. It, all back then is it's a lazy eye. You go to an optometrist. They give you an eye patch on the other eye. For like a week, your eye learns to compensate, and it's fine. It's literally a one-visit fix. It's common in children, and this kid, till he's nine, nobody fucking fixes it. I didn't even brush my teeth for ten years. Like fuck glasses, you know. Oh, for the wow. eye doctor, like we talked about it on a recent episode of like what the fuck eye patches has been the same thing since fucking you know it's it's one fucking flap and a strap and fuck, Tw you know. 1210 the eye patch was invented <laughs> it's 2020 if you heard your eyeball they give you the same eye patch today yeah yeah well, that's how they eventually fixed it that's all it took was i mean it, it probably happened when you were five dude all it nine, was 900 ad <laughs> it was fucking so dude it says here patching therapy has the benefit of being time tested it has improved the vision of millions of patients with a lazy eye That's for it. thousands of years. <laughs>
<laughs> this kid in 1994 is running around South Philly with a fucking walkie. Hey, yeah, dude, you're fucking. I could collect unemployment. It was so fucking lazy. Dude, come on, dude. This I call it the stimulus stigmatism, bro. <laughs> My jaw was waiting at the mailbox, dude. All the way over here. Yeah, man. No toothbrush. No toothpaste. Just hopefully most of the time running water. But like it's like like I was saying, like if I had to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, you know, if I had to like go take a piss. I go into the bathroom, flip the light if we had one. And as soon as I hit that light, you know, like standard fucking South Philly bathroom, dude. Like, yeah, just, you know, a, a toilet in the middle of a tub and a sink. There would yeah. be so many roaches that would scatter uh, and try to hide it around the rim that there would probably be like a four inch just line of roaches all in the crib, like uh, in the bathroom. It was crazy. Uh, one time there was a breakout of roaches so bad at the crib that the fire department had to come. There was like a gazillion in our room. What? It was wild. What it's like did the all fire the eggs hatched do? or something. They took us all out of the house and like we had to stand on the curb and they like bombed it. And then like we had to like go and spend like one night in like a foster care, John. Your dad and was then, like, like, hold on, let me get in there. Let me see if this bomb thing does anything. Yeah, oh dude, fuck. I'm that gonna, dude probably every night. Oh. He probably never woke up, dude. He probably <laughs> sat there the whole time just to yeah. had no idea the fucking fire brigade was at the window. <laughs> it was nuts, dude. It was dude, wild. How did they even know? I guess the neighbors called or it it like we were screaming bloody murder. It's like I just remember waking up in the middle of the night and dude like it, you could hear them flapping. Oh, like, it, it, Fuck it was all. like uh, the oh, plague like in the spring. Like they had all hatched, I guess, and yeah. they just became crazy oh. in there, dude. Oh. It was wild. It was like the was fucking hot end of too? times. Was it oh hot? yeah, oh dude, that's sticky. the worst. Oh god, dude, that's legit a fucking nightmare. And you're an eight year old kid, something yeah. like that. Yep. God damn, dude, wild, dude, dude scarred for life. Oh, you, and not you, only on top of that, like. Yeah. Alone, it's a nightmare. You're what responsible for three children at this point? Yeah, oh, so I'm really? like batting roaches out of kids' hands and trying like, to fucking get them. Like these out, stories, out of the like room. it's a it's a sad kind of fun, you know. It gets dark when you involve the fact that there's also an infant in this house. Oh. And like, if not for you, the, the kid would be dead. Oh, oh yeah, like, oh. easily. You're also full you have one eyeball and fully responsible for a six-month-old baby. Oh yep. no. That's all. Yeah, it gets less funny there, but like, we'll, we'll you know, we keep it up from here. Well, yeah. you can see the way I like handle things. I'm a panicky guy. It's funny to <laughs> see like a kid running around with some like fucking like weird ass like mullet and a cross eye running into shit. <laughs> My blind side was bananas, dude. Like, <laughs> You're like, we gotta get the fuck out of this house. Bam! Fucking when that door get there? All the time. It was nuts. Dude, that's fucking scary. That is fucking terrifying. Ugh, yeah. Even think about that, it's gross. So, so you're living in a vacation resort in South Philly, um, yeah. and uh, doing it up. So then, uh, do you remember like when you would? Because eventually you would go into foster care, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you remember that experience? Are you okay to share that? Um, I like to refer to the day of as the chase. The chase. Uh, Yeah, I did like a whole like, this was one of the things I was trying to get published was like kind of like an inside scoop on how this went, you know, in like a reflecting kind of way. So like I blog about it in my own kind of tone now, 
you know, okay. kind of like a funny way. Right. But yeah, I say that and, you know, I don't mean to make light of it for anyone else out there, but also too, like, it was a wild fucking day. Like, um, I like, cause I would spend a lot of time outside of my house. Like I had no rules, dude. I was just yeah. a little young bull hustling, just trying to like, you know what I mean? You're you legit trying to find like food and stuff, right? Yes. Like, okay. like that was my mission every day, you know, like, yeah. like I barely try to went get to school. To sure. Like, you know, never went to school, never did shit. Only time I'd really go to school is if I was like starving, you know? Really? Yeah. So you don't like, but you knew there was like, you wouldn't go knowing like there's food. Like you wouldn't think like, all right, dude, I, I mean, if I go here every day, at least I could fucking eat. I don't care if I got to do two plus five, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it wasn't that. Also, too, you got to remember, dude, like the ridicule from kids. Like I was oh I was the God. poorest kid in the neighborhood. Like I had bugs oh. jumping out of my hair. Like I didn't oh. have clothes. Like, oh. you know, like for a while, for like two years, I wore two different shoes, oh, like a man. shack shoe. And I swear to God, dude, and like a Converse. Oh, <laughs> and, you know, yeah. it was probably because you like you probably had the matching pair. You're like, I like this one and I like this one. <laughs> they weren't hot. Right. I had to get the two best looking ones. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. the other part. Like these are fun, but like, yeah, like how many fucking times did you have lice? Oh, dude, I had lice for years. Yeah, really? like, I just lived with it. They said my scalp was like scarred, like from all the scratching or just the lice and everything. Yeah, both. Yeah, Ugh. I have a game. This is like wild. I don't know if I've ever like said this out loud to people, especially not online. But <laughs> perspective, you guys get a first. I said this game where like, you know, cause my siblings were kids and I'll call it all around the world. Like, if I woke up in the morning and my head was itchy, I'd be like all hands on deck, dude. I'd get all these little fucking mongoloids around me and they just all around the world <laughs> scratch my head. It felt so good. <laughs> get eight hands on there and just everybody yeah. like, get Look on guys, there. two hands ain't going to cover this one. We need everybody. And they're like, we all want lice too. Woo. Oh, yeah. they had it, dude. They were like my little ape minions that would just like fucking scratch the bugs out of my hair. Oh, but, yeah, my God. Damn. So, yeah. So, the day, yeah. So, I had so no idea. Chase. Yeah. So, I get home one night, and I'll, I'll never forget it was uh, the wintertime, turn okay. into spring. And um, was it still cold out or no? Yeah, it was okay. cold, and it, it was getting dark early. And you, like, what, was, what, what was your jacket situation like? Couldn't have been good. They were always hand-me-downs. Like the jacket I had, the last jacket I had was a um a Mighty Duck starter jacket, which sounds Ooh. cool. It sounds cool, but it was like my like some cousin, cousin, cousins from years ago. It was like right. filthy. Yeah. My pops on the inside cut a, <laughs> a, com a complete circle in it. <laughs> so the entire inside of the jacket was a pocket. Okay. So like whenever he would like we would go to like to the Acme or whatever, like I was just the bull who would steal everything. So like oh, I would just wow. have like fucking sirloins and shit in my coat. But so that's the coat I was wearing. Remember I the fluff? Home I, I, that, like so go ahead, Justin. Yeah, so the the fluff that was inside a starter jacket, he'd like slit the lining, pulled all the fluff out, all the warmth oh of a coat God. so he could hide groceries inside so of it. You just had a like a nice warm jacket turned into a fucking windbreaker. Yeah, it was basically <laughs> just a windbreaker. And and so uh, uh, quick question. He's you're stealing like sirloins and steaks and stuff, no intention of cooking these there to resell for street value to get money for something for fucking dope or something, right? Both, both but yeah he did a lot how, of that 
How would you like you would cook it? How would you cook it? Well, like sometimes he would go outside with the fucking charcoal grill. And then oh, sometimes okay. we would have gas. Like, actually, there was this one year in Philly. Uh, might have been like 98 or something. It got so cold that like the city made it a fucking thing that yeah. they have to keep your gas on in the yeah. winter. Squatter, and, you have squatters rights. No, no, like they that. would do it like the freezing rights. Like, no, yes. even if you didn't pay your gas bill, PGW couldn't turn your gas off. Yeah. And the people whose was already turned off, they would turn back on because it was so cold. They were afraid right. all the residents were going to die. So you, you would got die. free gas. Yeah. 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 So, so that helped. Um, <laughs> so that's how I got steak. Yeah. 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 He's like, we're eating too late now, guys. Yeah. I never, like, I don't, re- you're right. Like, there was, uh, there was rarely times I remember him, like, making anything we stole do you so when you're stealing this stuff though like are you in your mind like god damn it i have to steal again or you're like i'm gonna get the foot like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna be the man to fucking i'm stealing this like this is awesome like i'm doing something good here like how what was your thought process when like you know you're fucking your dad's slipping you fucking links to stick in your fucking jacket unfortunately and like this is some of the sad shit that i realize now like as an adult is like i didn't give it two thoughts like that was the job like i was brought up this way like this is exactly what we did there was no if and what i just wasn't getting caught like if i got caught the only thing i wanted to do was not get caught you know what i mean not make any drawing shit happen that would be my fault you know what i mean like i have one time it did happen you know like my i was way too old to be in a fucking stroller bro high (laughs) as shit dude drove me to the acme on his handlebars of his bike bro what a fucking stroller like this like he was holding a ladder no we get there he pops the joint open makes me get in the fucking stroller it's not even the winter yet gives me the mighty ducks jacket (laughs) (laughs) i'm not lying dude he puts me in the fucking stroller we're going down each aisle and way i guess in his mind it was just going to be easy to just slide these down my back yeah so he was just popping open my like collar and just fucking dropping some chicken cutties in there so you're like god damn dad that's cold (laughs) right but i wasn't because i will get a fucking smack you know so i'm just like yeah no there's there's no chicken cutlets back back. there so chicken (laughs) fuck you fuck you that's my back (laughs) so i'm just like chilling dude and i remember like he gave me like the last thing was like a thing of like uh, tomato sauce. And like we exit the store, you know, we get all the way to like, you know, you know when you like leave the grocery store and like you're you're outside, but you're inside. And you went through yeah. one set of doors, you know, yeah, that yeah. little like vestibule or whatever. Yeah. In the lobby. I, I stood up too quick. I'm like, uh, come stretch, dude. No. And I and I forgot and I stood up and the fucking jar of gravy fell out. Shattered uh. everywhere, dude. The guys came out, dude, running out like the Acme security dudes. Yeah. Grab my pops, like put his hands behind his back, like marched us to the back. Dude. And like they brought him into the office and I was sitting there and I'll never forget this. Like there was like this dude who worked at Giant, like the security guy or Acme. And he was like, you hungry? And like, I remember this is that Italian project. I'm never supposed to tell anyone I'm unhappy or, you know, I'm hungry or anything. So I lied. I'm like, nah, he's like, hungry like you have you have brothers and sisters at home i was like yeah he's like are they hungry and i was like no he's like you sure i'll give you a box look pick any donuts you want you know i'll give you i'll give you a whole dozen of them and i was like yeah i was just so nervous and then i remember like 
because Acme used to do this thing back in the day. Like you get two free steals. They book you. They'll give you groceries to take home. You know, it's yeah. like a fucking thing. So he gets like some bullshit groceries to get home. Not everything he wanted. But also, too, I have a bunch of cold meat in my jacket still. Still. We're getting away with. Yeah. Oh, so they so thought like it was just the sauce that you were taking. Okay. Right. And the fucking like had, Mighty Ducks jacket. Not dude, a bad yeah. idea. And there was like a couple other things that he had on him, you know, that they took from him. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then I remember like my pops walks out, you know, and like we're like walking. He's like so mad, dude. Like I know I'm getting fucked up when we get outside. Yeah. And he's like, what were you talking to about that guy? And I was like, nothing, dude. Like, you know, he hated a rat. I'm like, I would, I didn't say a word, you know? And I told him the story. He's like, what? You, oh, you don't, you didn't take him? Wop, whopped me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you can't win with this guy, dude. He's a fucking wop, asshole, dude. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's, he was basically the jerk off. Yeah. yeah Biggest yeah, jerk yeah. off ever, dude. Yeah. So yeah. Sounds like a real winner. So, Okay. So you get busted there. So then let's get back to the chase. All right, so, the chase. So, so it's your your last day before foster care, right? Yeah. So okay. I come home. I remember at this time I was seeing this little Cambodian girl. She was very nice. Uh, you know, like at all the kids in school, like, you know, she talked to me. She was she was a girl. I'm like, yo, I'm definitely trying to smash. I was a little kid, but like, I also, I was a horned up young man. Yeah. You know, like I didn't understand what was appropriate or not. Like, I'd, I'd have to assume too, like at, like in that scenario, your living scenario, you had been like, you have been exposed to like sex and things like that in an early age. Oh, Is that right? Okay. Hundo P. My mom was a toot, bro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She was tooted out, Sonny. Right. You know? And by toot, you mean prostitute yeah sex yeah. worker if you yeah. want to be formal because now <laughs> hey, they, like, these motherfuckers get tax breaks and world, shit, dude. World's, yeah. o- world's oldest profession babe all right yeah she was a lady of the night or day morning whatever time later on 4 30 yeah yeah she didn't even do it for money either she would just do it she would barter love of the son. love of the game instead of fucking to get money to get a can of corn she would just fuck for the can of corn you know? yeah yeah <laughs> she was an a to b kind of gal yeah, yeah. She's like, um, look, I don't want a, the cash exchange. So let's just go. All right. Yeah. So uh, the one night I come home from my little Cambodian shorty's house and it's a somber mood more than usual. And there's like one light on the back. And I had this like rule when I come home and if there were no lights on downstairs, that's how I know. And I didn't know what it was then, but now I know that it was a withdrawal day. You know, they're okay. sick. So like, stay the fuck away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's going to be brutal in there, dude. Yeah. So I would usually climb up like, you know, my crib was really close to the next house. So I could like use the pipe, the drain pipe, but then also like put my feet in between both buildings. Yeah. And kind of, you know what I mean? Like shuffle yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but this time it was like weird. There was one backlight on. I'm like, what the fuck? And I went in and uh, no kids were there. And only my pops was there. And a lot of times my like, my mom would leave. She would just like dip off for weeks, months. Yeah. At this point, she was like gone. I, we, I haven't seen her in a minute. Yeah. So um, I get there and my pop's like all weird, like high as shit walking around, like, you know, not knowing what to do. Like, and he tells me, he's like, they came and got on social services. I'm like, oh shit, dude. Like, that's crazy. What are we going to do? And he kept saying, like, we're going to go get him back. I'm like, all right, dude. You're like on a team yeah. with him now. You're yeah, like nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coked out of his mind. 
uh, uh, three, four out of five of his children have just been repossessed by social services, and you two idiots are going to come up with a plan <laughs> to get them back. You, an uneducated nine-year-old who should not be put in this position <laughs> fucking ever, and yeah. one yeah. full-grown high adult <laughs> is like, what are we going to do? How are we going to yeah. solve this? We're going to get our family back together. <laughs> the family yeah. stays together. Yeah. yeah. Like a total jerk-off. So, um, yeah. yeah, so I was like, alright, dude, like, I'm gonna go upstairs, you know. Yeah, fucking I'm gonna go watch. to my room. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna go hang out with the cockroaches. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I remember that like morning because I did like didn't. I usually would like leave, you know, maybe run down because I had a few places I could get grub late night. Yeah. And I actually think I might have had a couple soft pretzels from the Cambodian girl. Like her dad, I think realized I was like okay. poor, poor. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I like go upstairs and like I just don't know what to think. Next morning, I'm like starving. I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta go to school, dog. Like, I gotta get some grub. Yeah. So I go. Remember, I'm sitting in class. Like, I hated it. You know what I mean? Like, I would show up with nothing, dude. No yeah. pencil, no paper, no books. It's like yeah. the school year's almost over. This lady has seen me like five times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one of those situations. Um, but they would have to give out lunch tickets. Like you had to get, you know, a little fucking like the bus tickets back in the day, like a raffle yeah so like i had to get my like raffle john so like i'd have to go and i remember she would always give it to me last and like make me stay yeah and like she would always write a letter home i'm like dude this <laughs> this ain't doing shit lady yeah These yeah and i remember this day warrior. she asked me to like stay after class i'm like sure i got my thing and she was like made a phone call and it was like go down to the principal's office like they would just want to talk to you you know no problem after that you can get lunch I was like, yeah, okay. Heard yeah. that one before, lady. So yeah. I went right to the fucking lunch line. Yeah. With the lunch line, you know, public school, free lunch, dude, it's a mile long. Yeah. So I remember trading my ticket for some bull who was like right there for a peanut butter and jelly. Bang. Put that in my shit. So, okay. So like one of the kids that packed lunch, yeah. you were like, hey, you want, you want the free lunch? And he's like, fuck yeah, chicken nuggets, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, like, you know, I was dipset, dude. I'm like, these yeah. motherfuckers ain't getting me. So I leave yeah. the school, go across the street. Like, my house was directly diagonal from Francis Scott Key. Like, that's okay. where I went to school in South Philly. Okay. Um, Later of the national anthem. Yeah, yeah. like, Ethan Wolf. Shout out. Wolf or something like that. And Francis show, Scott Key fan of the show. Yeah. Also, uh, no, no, non-racist. Oh, really? Uh, allegedly. Uh, I mean, I mean, back then wasn't back then. Who wasn't? Sorry, keep right. going. Yeah, go ahead. So you get you, you trade <laughs> the ticket for the lunch from the kid. You leave school and then hit the bricks. Yep. Okay. I so then outside. where do you go? I'm just gonna go home, dude. We gotta fucking figure it out now, dude. I'm like wondering yeah. where my brothers and sisters are. I'm yeah. hoping in my head my mom's back. You know, like I, I need some answers here, Jackie. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking are they coming for me? I come out the fucking there's like a cop car in front of the crib okay. and a social services van. And I know that one uh, because like when they would come all the time, we had like a drill, like Chinese fire drill, white social services, like get up, like everyone pull the blinds, you know, turn off the lights, fucking yeah. act like a bush, dude, play yeah. dead. Yeah. Um. So I scouted the area, you know, like I walked across the street. I'm like, eat my PB and J. I walk all the way around the block. There's another cop down there. Like, they know I'm shifty and they're waiting for me. Yeah. Um, and then I see my pops on the curb in handcuffs. Oh boy. Yeah. 
So, um, I, dude, I waited out. Like, I'm, I'm not. At Do this you point, eat the food? Yeah, like, I okay. Eat, eat this PB and J, and I eat it early too. You know, so like, I didn't realize I'd be, I was gonna be waiting out these fucking sting operation on my house. So, right. <laughs> like, I ate it early. So I remember, like, by the end of it, like, dude, it's getting mm. dark now. Like, this was in the morning. You know, like, and they're just hanging out all day. You and legit sat like in this spot just watching the house. Watch and watch and then i'd walk wow. around like the back blocks and watch just because i'm trying to see what my dad's gonna do like i'm yeah. like gonna let him go and they like brought him into the house and the cops and the social worker went in the house like they were just waiting it out okay finally come back like um i thought i waited him out i'm like creeping up the side and dude out of nowhere this fucking dude and like the sun's like kind of it's still in the air you know it's like not dark yet but it's yeah. like you know getting dark and it's like chilly yeah. i remember i'd snot fucking frozen i was so cold <laughs> um so yeah i come up and like the i got booked basically you know my dad comes out with a fucking house with his things and like mickey mickey you know screaming he starts fucking running around with his fucking arms just tells me to run so i fucking try to scurry out we both run was your dad directions. was your dad handcuffed? <laughs> zip tied. Zip tied. <laughs> like a fucking pig, dude. He was zip tied, Jackie. So yeah, so they chased me down. Dude, this fucking guy gets me, tackles the shit out of me. Like these oh, motherfuckers Jesus. were like, dude, we've been waiting here all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they've, you know, they've been like, here since 11 30. Yeah. Like, Fuck this kid. He's been waiting us out. Like he's stalking us, you know, like they were pissed. Yeah, like, they were made. Like, They're like, you I, made us fucking piss in this fucking roach bathroom where you live. Like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, they probably didn't sit down for hours. Yeah, like, no way they sat down in it. Like, all for this little ten-year-old um, kid. So okay. To their credit, you know, they probably thought I was in danger, you know, and like which I yeah. was, you know. Yeah. So it's true. Like, no, they, good they, on they them, kind of. They were doing the what they perceived to be the right thing, which in in hindsight. It definitely was yeah. so okay yeah. so they grab you then what do they put you in the van or what's going on put me in the social services van yep the lady tells me it stinks and i'm like what the fuck is this smell in here and she told me i swear to god all my life she turned around she was like some puerto rican kid threw up in here earlier <laughs> and i was like nice dude like yeah. great and like at this point, like I'll admit, like I was like systemically racist as a child, you know, like it's all I heard. So I'm like, oh, he's fucking Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, dude? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm so embarrassed about that. But like, really, like that was my. So you you were you were a victim of like you're a victim of your surroundings. There's no wildly uneducated. There's, there's nothing to apologize for. Yeah, you, you had were, been to five days of fifth grade. Like you had, okay. yeah, you had no idea that there was a better way to do it. So don't, I don't think there's any need for apology there. You've obviously realized like that, you know, what's going on. So either way, they throw you in the van, they have, you know, the dirty, the dirty, the dirty wet back. Yeah, that's that was me, dude. <laughs> he's like, so, these, yeah. these fucking bean pickers, fucking throwing yeah. up these rice everywhere with these chimichangas. Yeah. So yeah. either way, just kidding. By the way, there's a joke, but <laughs> fucking hate that we have to say that. But we have a disclaimer, yeah. so fuck off. So either way, um, okay. So you're in the van. Then what? Do they take you to social services and like your dad just that you see like you drive off, seeing your dad just sitting there? Or what's going on? So 
they yeah so they put me in a, a van and he comes up and i'll never forget this like this is how high this dude was or like maybe coming down like such an idiot yeah he's like putting on a show for these people dude this is like his marlon brando moment you know what i mean dude <laughs> look what yeah. they've done to my boy like yeah, my yeah. He, he's fucking trying to sell it and he like comes up and like i'm gonna get you blah, blah, blah. and he gives me a water bottle <laughs> Like, like, a, like, like a deer park water bottle? No, dude. Like a fucking <laughs> old gold gym, like a squirt bottle. Like that, you know? Like well, why? With like the thing all chewed up. Because he didn't have uh, any fucking thing else, Jesus dude. Like Christ. the only other thing he gave me was like the last bad haircut I ever had, where he just okay. shaved my entire head except for my rat tail. Right. So yeah, he gives me this thing and he's like, no, don't forget me. And I'm like, what? I remember like taking a sip and the fucking thing was chewed on. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. It like what? tasted like vodka. It was like, yeah, hey, dude. Did you, gross, I mean, but at that time though, you had yeah. no idea what was like you, I get like, did you cherish that water bottle? At oh time? dude, you, you couldn't pull <laughs> that thing from my cold dead grip. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, it was like one so of my most good. prized possessions, dude. Yeah. How your, long your did dad it take gave you? It to you? Yeah. 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 It's the last thing you ever got from him. Your child. So all your siblings are gone. It's just you and your father. It's the last moment you're probably going to see him in the back of a or in the van of a child protective service. He hands you the water bottle. What, when do you let go of that water bottle? There was like, this fucking it... cunt nun at St. Vincent's group home and her only job was to completely remove any fucking hope you yeah. had of returning to your family. Oh, really? So, like, and like you had to do therapy all the time, you know? And, ah. like, they just were, worked, they me and worked me and worked me until I was like, just fucking take the thing. It stinks. <laughs> yeah. And it think fucking stinks. Dude. It's, so like it's it. chewed up. Yeah. Get what you yeah. say, Justin? No, that's yeah. It's like uh, it's it's obviously you shouldn't fucking have the water bottle. But like in the yeah. moment, you're like, think, let the kid have his water bottle. But you're like, right. you need to move on. It's a sad, yeah. funny, beautiful yeah. all. Yeah, it's fucked up. Chewed up water bottle yeah, is the dude. perfect metaphor and it's a, for your a, life. A pink gold gym is, water bottle. <laughs> so, so okay. Fitting. So how long yeah. were you at Saint Saint Vincent's? Is that what it was? Yeah. Um. Like a year. Okay. And what was that like? Uh, at, it, it sucked. It was very weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was basically like, it, it's crazy because you can like Google St. Vincent's. It's like one of the oldest like fucking, you know, orphanages like in the state slash city, yeah. in the country. Like, yeah. it has a wild history. Um, it used to be like an all boys school, then girls school, then it like yeah. burnt down. And, you know yeah. what I mean? That became an orphanage. Like it was for runaway women at one point. It was a wild thing. Oh wow! But um, I was separated from the kids, you know? So actually that night, like I had to get taken to the hospital. Like they looked through at my whole body. Like I remember yeah. that's the first time I ever had to get naked and I felt like yeah. a total gay wad. Yeah. And I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was weird. You know, like they took note of all the bruises, like asked me how I got the bruises. And you're Shaved like, your mother, that's how, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah dude, that's, that's how I was. You know, I was like, fuck off. They shaved my head, like, the whole thing, like, picked yeah. out lice, treated it. it dude, Jesus. I was so tired by the time I got to this this home. I got there at, like, 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I hadn't eaten anything since that PB&J, dog. Uh, <laughs> hungry as shit. They put me on the, uh, and, like, I didn't meet anyone else. It was just, like, this old nun bitch. And she was like, I walk in, and she's like, 
points like a scary skeleton uh. to like the room I'm sleeping in. And I swear to God, dude, this is a fucking true story. I go on the bed is not made, but there's just a plastic like tarp over it. Like so I just like pea sheet. That, yeah. Like, vinyl so just, sheet. Yeah. Yeah. So I just like laid on this fucking bag of crinkly fucking asshole sheets uh. all night. And then like, I'm not falling asleep. And then like, I'm not kidding. 40 minutes, 35, 40 minutes into me laying there. Like, what the fuck, dude? This kid who's laying on the other side, there's like four beds in this room, you know, yeah. sleeping boys. I, you know, the first time I laid down, I'm looking at this like little brown guy, Puerto Rican dude, sucking his thumb. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm turning the fuck right over, you know? So I turn over. So now I got to look at this thumb sucker. And then before I know it, I feel a leg wrap around my thigh. And a couple little bunny humps. Dude, <laughs> when I tell you, like, I beat the brakes off of this dude. I Was it, it was the like, thumb sucker? Yeah, dude. He got sucker. in bed with you? All I hear is like, and then fucking, I'm getting dry humps, dude. I beat the piss out of him, dude. And then because of that, like, the first night I was there, it was just like, I was in everyone's, like, you know, on the bad side. Yeah, they had to, like, put me in this fucking, like, solo room. They knew you. It was like, nuts. Dude, if the bed's empty next to fucking Thumbsucker, you're not the first person he's fucking bunny humped. You know what I mean? Like, they knew Thumbsucking thumb Sanchez was going after you. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is yeah. this now? You know? They didn't give a fuck over there, dude. It was a wild yeah. spot, dude. Like, yeah. you know, like, it, it was were, weird, like, you know? It's just kind of like three hots and a cot, kind of, they'd feed you and you'd just fucking be there kind of thing. Yeah, you know, chores. At first, I had to do, like, school in the building how to, many, like, figure um, out, like, you where know, like, I was at. You remember, like, how many other kids are in there with you? Yeah, so it was, like, you know, think of, like, a fucking um, middle school, right? Okay. So, like, the first level was, like, administrative, right? And it wasn't a, many offices, you know, like, three offices. Okay. Like, old ladies, you know, like, church-affiliated. Uh, um, this the, the first floor, and then the next floor up was, like, the dining hall, you know, it was okay. like there was a gym and the fucking, you know, cafeteria, cafeteria, cafeteria yeah. right. Yeah. And then above that was like a whole room of like classrooms. Okay. That they busted out a bunch of walls. So there's like a common area and then yeah. bedrooms that like line a common area. Okay. And it was, it was done by sex and age. So like I was with the boys from like nine to 13 or like, oh, that's fucking damn. Yeah. So some 13 year olds could be doing some shit, huh? Oh, dude, I saw a dude's hog in there, and I was like, because <laughs> the bed, like the, the shower situation was bananas. But yeah, so then the next one up was like the little kids, and they were, you know, they weren't um, segregated based off of their gender. They were boys and girls together. So together like, yeah. Yeah, and that's where like my siblings were. So like okay. you know, I was there almost a year. I saw them one time, maybe oh, twice. Wow. They try oh, yeah. and get you used to the fact that you might not go live with them next. Yeah. And bro, oh, they see. just don't give a fuck. Honestly, like half yeah. of it's volunteer people, you know, who make like bullshit money, and yeah. the other half's like nuns. Yeah. And like an old priest who would just creep around and just like lay next to you. Shut the fuck up. Really? Oh, yeah. it... Never was uh, into me. Never uh, was into me. Yeah. They're like, all right, well, the wonky-eyed kid, we're not fucking dealing with him. Yeah. yeah. I have a bit about it. It's like, 
he wasn't into me because like the cross-eyed porn wasn't a, a cross-eyed blowjob wasn't in yet yeah you know, like, <laughs> a, a, anime didn't even make it here yet like Jesus. we didn't even get like sims boners when this yeah. was happening so like, yeah yeah what are you gonna do i mean you know you lucked out so either yeah. way you leave you leave foster care and then that's when you head down to uh aunt judy in virginia right so that's right we want to give a shout out real quick. She's no longer with us, correct? But you're saying right. this was a great woman, ain't you? Oh, the best, dude. R.I.P. Ain't you? Holla at your boy. She's from and not to um the hood sorry. herself, dude. She was the pimp. She was a G. And not right. to interrupt, but you entered foster care with five. You leave with Aunt Judy with three, right? So it's me. I have a brother and a sister who are twins, and okay. then another sister who's younger and then another little baby brother who's an infant so okay. there's five yeah, much younger yeah right so off the bat we all go to aunt judy's all five oh, all five you. right okay but after, after like a few months you know um because you know behind the scenes she's like trying to deliberate to see if like okay are my parents gonna get their shit back together you know are we gonna have to either you know she's an older woman dude like she's in her 50s at this point like she's like you know to fucking adopt all these kids is not she'd be lucky to see you through high school let alone the youngest one not a fucking chance so she can't take care of these kids she can harbor also like she can't she's raised them to adulthood also it's like dude she's an older woman like one kid is fucking tough imagine right. five yeah, like five two fucking <laughs> five uneducated have been living in <laughs> fucking hooligans yeah yeah and not to mention at this time like she's a foster parent like she takes in kids like who can't you know for short-term placement and like she won mad awards like in her town in Gloucester, Virginia. Are you are you, you know, related like, to Aunt Judy or yeah? Is that just, okay, okay. So she's actually like my biological mom's aunt. Okay. So she's like my mom's sister. Okay. You know, like my okay. grandma. So she wasn't. It wasn't just like Aunt Judy was her name. She was your actual aunt. Okay. Right. So okay, so you go down there. You live with Aunt Judy. You're there for a couple of years. She really kind of like. She really kind of changed your life. Right. Like, was this, would you say this was the first like real home you lived in? Like, absolutely. Would you say Aunt Judy was the first person that you actually thought in your life actually cared about you? 100%. Like, she taught me everything, you know, everything from like how to express myself. Yeah. But like, you know, the way you would a a fucking dog you rescue, you know, in the most loving way, but you got to communicate how they know, you know, and she softened me up. She taught me manners. Yeah. Everything you know is wrong. And I know that you think you know what you're doing, but you're an idiot. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And I have to re-educate everything you know because you've been raised by animals. But also, too, bro, she was, like, old school, like, Philly, you know? So, like, she told me, like, bro, when I first got there, when I was going to the school, she was like, Mike, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, Mickey, like, this is, you you know, you're not like these kids. You know, you don't talk like them. You act different. Like, you might get some shit. She's like, I have one rule. You know, you hit back. That's it. You stand up for yourself, but you hit back. You know, you yeah. never hit first. Okay. Like she was like that, like because I got suspended my third day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but she, she like, knows, like, yeah, she knows, like, like you have to stand up for like, yourself. Right, let's go home. Fuck them. You know, like yeah. she was cool like that. Yeah. So like she was a she was a real one, dude. Um, nice. But yeah, that was Good awesome. That was like too. a real life, dude. Oh, amazing cook, dude. We lived in in beautiful Gloucester County, Virginia, right on the water. 
her and her husband made some good money you know we had a dock boats it Uh, was amazing dude like it was awesome like so you you really yeah you legit went from hell to heaven oh yeah dude it was it was a total fucking glow up son yeah (laughs) like it was pretty popping you know it uh (laughs) it was cool it was probably the best time of my life you know yeah like i started playing organized sports like i was playing football and like you know i got glasses it was like cool (laughs) no eye patch so i did get an eye patch and i had to wear that home yeah so they would make me because my left eye is the one that is you know fucking a complete idiotic dead eye i mean looks good now oh yeah well this is a lot of years of fucking extra strength contacts <laughs> but yeah so i had to put it over my right one i would just have to watch tv dude and i remember like the reason my eye probably isn't stronger is because i was cheap i was a cheater dude like i i was a manipulating fucking little lying cunt kid like, you know like i would sit there well i remember like watching cat dog or actually you know what i got booked remember when joe rogan used to do the battle bots yeah like it was i was watching that in the morning and i was sitting like this Great and I would, show. like, move it, you know, where I could, like, peek out from under it. <laughs> and, like, I got booked one time. She's like, yeah. you're only cheating yourself, you little fucking cocksucker. She would, like, <laughs> call me shit like that, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she's, uh, I mean, dude, the the eye patch. Justin, your thoughts. What's going on here? I, I have personally had to wear an eye patch. Invented yeah. in, uh, what was it, nine, 900 AD? 900 AD, yeah. Hasn't changed since doesn't need it it's the most perfectly built <laughs> medical product ever they invented one it and done. Like, we're done yeah we're good it can't get better strap across the forehead and uh, mickey as a 10 year old in virginia probably wore the same size one i wore as a yeah. oh, yeah. five year old male it universal your face yeah strap across the forehead strapping a flap baby that's all you my, need uh, my favorite story uh uh so I'm going to tell it because I love it. It's my favorite. Even though it's Mike's fucking history, uh, Mickey's history. I uh, He gets a bike for Christmas and Aunt Judy at this point is still like letting him feed slightly into the theory that his parents aren't fucking complete garbage and gives him a bike with the name like from dad, you know? Okay. It's the bike and he's like, oh, like, fuck yeah. My dad got me a bike. He's jacked about it. Fast forward. I don't know how many years and like he fucking puts it together that like my parents didn't buy me that fucking bike like aunt judy bought me that fucking bike yeah yeah and it's like just a, a sad like beautiful realization like yeah of course she fucking did like yeah and she and not only did she buy me the bike but she gave me that moment of like my dad gave me this fucking bike. like yeah would like, you and would you throw that in your in her face too like well if it, like okay, one time it. i got caught like ghost riding it you know, and the neighbor yeah. like yelled at me or whatever. And, you know, I, I dude, I just had this this trigger where I just back talk immediately. I would regret it a lot, you know, but I'm yeah. like, fuck off, dude. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And I remember I said to the guy, like, I'll never forget it. I was like, take a picture to last longer, jerk off. And like, he tells my aunt that she's like, you said what to this man? And, and I'm like, <laughs> no. And, and like, she like half, like I could tell once to laugh, but she's like this fucking kid. So <laughs> she goes on about like, you know, respecting your things and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, my dad gave it to me anyway. I'm like, blah, blah. <laughs> what are you and kidding? Dude, and she never said anything, dude. And you know, what's yeah. funny. That wasn't the first time, like the moment she picked me up from um, St. Vincent's, 
Yeah. My birthday is early December, you know, yeah. and like I remember talking to my mom on the phone. And she asked me what I wanted for my birthday. Like, yeah, she was going to fucking show up or give me anything. Right. And I said I wanted a pair of Jordans because like, dude, 90s, like that's what oh, wanted, bro, you know? bro. It's there's still still right. Still, right. Dude, never heard from her. She said she sure. got into an accident. I saw her one more time. She had a fucking <laughs> neck brace on. She was walking around like an asshole lion. Dude, I swear to God. But then, yeah, when my duty showed up. Um, it was like perfect too, because like my favorite outfit that I had in the home was like this, like red and black starter zip up, John, like a 76ers one. Yeah. Okay. Like with a gold stripe or something, yeah. you know, it was cool. Okay. I remember, and, I know. What you're um, about. yeah. So I remember like, I was, I was so, I was embarrassed kind of kid and she was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, uh, is that yours? Did you bring that here? And I lied. I was like, yeah, this was totally mine before I got here, you know? <laughs> she was like, oh, she was like, it's funny. Like, you know, your mom gave me a present to give to you. Um, and I think it would be perfect. And I open up this box and it's these fucking black and red Jordan. Like, what are they? The nine, 13, 13s. 13s. Oh, really? I'm like, oh, my God. So it was, it 90, was sick. 97. It been 97. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you could have gotten them. Well, yeah, later. this was like ninety. This yeah, was like whatever. ninety-eight, ninety-nine. But yeah, it okay. was like, yeah. I got those ones. Yeah, dude, beautiful um, shoe. I actually have two pairs of thirteens. I have the black cat thirteens, and then I have the reverse. He got game thirteens, and they're nice. both beautiful shoes. I love, dude. Elevens, twelves, and thirteens might be my favorite shoes of all time. I have multiple pairs of each. One of my favorite shoes ever. I have the wolf gray twelves, uh, wolf gray high twelves, beautiful shoe. Then I got the uh, the midnight green elevens. Oh, love them! I have concords. Oh, you fuck, dude! You know what I wanted to get? I wanted to get the prom night, uh, prom night elevens. Absolutely beautiful, dude! Like these shoes are legit works of art. They really are. They're absolutely gorgeous. I love them. But okay yeah yeah go ahead justin i loved mine too dude i was really into mine and it was so funny because years later like i remember my interview talking about it like none of us have been in a vehicle for this long you know like we're driving seven hours to virginia to virginia you know? yeah dude every single one of us is throwing our guts up in the van like, <laughs> every kid gets motion sickness seasick as a mug <laughs> dude and she was like she was like mick i'll never forget i look back in the mirror and these kids are spewing all around you and you just have your shoes in your lap, wiping off, throw up off the shoes. Like, oh, she was like, she's like, that's when I knew like nothing phased you. Like it was going to take a lot to get through to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, you legit woke up in a sea of roaches, a little throw up, man. You know, who cares? Give me a break. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Been there lady. You know? None of you kids have been in a car. <laughs> this is like your first time being in a car on a highway yeah. <laughs> at the age of 10. <laughs> Uh, i mean it's terrible to laugh at but okay that's the funny that is the beauty of it that's what i love about this is that especially because like mike like it takes you know like a lot of this fucks people up for life like i said like in the beginning like you no one would blame mike for stabbing someone after i told you all this oh for sure you should be in jail for murder (laughs) it's fine You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you could say racist shit, and they'd be like, "What's wrong with the kid?" Like, oh, let me tell you, what's <laughs> yeah. wrong with them? <laughs> Whoa. Hey, you wake up in a sea of roaches, and you tell me what your racial thoughts are, all right, Bob? 
Yeah. You, yeah. You protect a man who didn't feed you and then yeah. let me know how life goes. Lice for seven years. <laughs> Tell me what you think about black people. It's dark, but <laughs> wild, it is wild dynamic. Funny. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a bizarre fucking it's sadly kind of funny. Thing. It makes me tear up and it makes me laugh at the same fucking time. That's what I love about it. Yeah, me too. Agreed. Hopefully agreed. I can somehow one day, you know, get that across in, in a written work. I'm trying. Hey, man. But yeah, as long dude, as you keep it's... trying. So, okay, let's keep it going then. So, because we still got a lot of ground to cover. So, you leave uh, Virginia with Aunt Judy and you move to uh, the suburbs of Philadelphia, Limerick, right? That's uh, right. Okay. So, you're adopted by a family right and you went from south philly which is you know we know what south philadelphia is in squalor to virginia in a beautiful was it like country area or yeah dude in the country in in a beautiful country virginia with a loving family that was supportive so you're like you must have been somewhat skeptical of like whoa 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 fucking things are pretty good here with Aunt Jude she can fucking cook we got a boat this fucking bikes like come on you know she I, lies I, about my parents not being fucking jos like what's going yeah. on here I got my jays right so you're leaving there to go to you know Three Mile Island in Limerick with this new family so what were your thoughts of like. Like, what was your initial thoughts of like, all right, I'm this family's going to take me in, which is cool. But then you go from there to like, and like, you know, the whole process of getting there. So what were your thoughts on like the whole process of going? Go ahead. I was not jacked on this, dude. Yeah, I was like, I was I super see. like against agree. it, dude. Like yeah. I was, you know, like I didn't understand at that time, like why I couldn't stay. You know what right. I mean? Like it was, I was very emotional. Like I would just cry all the time. I thought about it. It was weird. And then I had to do this like thing where I had to interview families, Yeah, you know? So like, I remember like one of the ones that I met before, you know, the Hadfields who adopted me was like this Spanish family. And dude, they were like wonderful people. They had two girls, like they had some fucking money. How how were the girls looking? Dude, (laughs) like I- I I would have been like, send me to the Latina ladies, baby. (laughs) Oh yeah. This is how Nicky Sanchez. Oh yeah. This is how skewed my thinking was, dude. And like my brain was, and I remember like I they had to kick me out. I was freaking out. And I called them Spanish flies. And I'm like, they're not sending me with these fucking dude. I was like a brutally like like a proud American. Right in with the old limerick crowd, then, huh? Dude. Well, it's like (laughs) at at that point, this and this was like, you know stuff that like my aunt judy had worked out you know what i mean like but it was just like that's how quick you you fucking you know regress in into that kind of thinking you know and i just thought i'm on my own again so now i'm me again you know abandonment wild i know like i have abandonment issues as well abandonment's a big thing for me so at this point you're thinking not only like rejection abandonment and like just like like the fear of not being wanted and not being loved again right and you're like dude i finally have something nice like i went through so much shit so much terrible shit to finally have like a clean bed and hot water and like dude like you know i'll tell my wife that shit sometimes because i remember living in houses for years of like no hot water no cable no internet fucking mustard in the fridge you know what i mean like that's it and like roaches and like you know 
not the best stuff and and like i remember like years of that and like you know like like weeks of or you know like days of not eating or living off like gummy bears and pretzels just like malnourished and you know whatever like but i so like i'll tell my wife like do you know how fucking good we have it like the lights are on we have internet we have fucking this we have hot water right like you have no fucking idea how good we have it so don't fucking complain that we don't have a fucking house but you know like this whole shit you know what i mean but that's when regina would tell me well mickey you got to put things in the perspective here you know it's like your girlfriend didn't come from the same world you come from you gotta you know adjust expectations so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I used to do that too, bro. I used to be like, what is your problem? Like, we're yeah. live. We have yeah. every streaming channel. Like, uh, life gets uh, any better. Bro, I, I was on HBO Max today. Like, come on. <laughs> you know? Like, dude, they made a Mandalorian show. <laughs> oh. Boba Fett's back. What no, are we, we even we talking about? Watch dude? it here, you know? Yeah, dude, they just did a new Matrix. Duh. No worries, dude. Yeah. John Cena's show comes out on fucking Thursday. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Wild, yeah. dude women you know no nah, just 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 richie whites just white yeah. white whites yeah these That's, fucking you know. whites out here i'm you know what i'm i wish i was a sanchez you yeah, know same, dude. same <laughs> oh man okay so either way you're Pay a lot less in texas hey <laughs> i mean getting into college would be a lot easier hey yeah i'm kidding um, but really <laughs> i mean it's not a joke if it's fucking true um no but uh dude chris did shout out chris to stefano family show listener to the show asked him to be a guest on the show all right talk to his agent his agent said uh he's too busy <laughs> to be on the I, just, show. I saw him yeah, in, um, he is too busy no, i dude. just saw him in west palm dude <laughs> Way too busy but um uh it does no, a great it, live show you mickey has a uh an aunt uh what is it and jerry and tt and oh and, and uh, uh tt uh tt jerry yeah you have okay. Jer- yeah you have a tt jerry t-shirt Nice. I do, but I have an aunt Putsy. Yeah. She never had any utility except for electricity. She made the best cup of coffee in South Philly with a Bunsen burner, Jack. She was a wizard with the Bunsen burner, dude. The old Bunsen wizard. Dude, I swear to God, like all the union guys would stop by aunt Putsy's and give her 50 cents for a cup of coffee because that's how good it was. And that's how she paid her bills. I sprinkle a little fucking stilution there. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, so wake you up in the morning. Uh, she was obsessed with Elvis. It was hilarious. Like everything in her house was dude, Elvis. Like the clock, uh, all of her T-shirts. It was so funny. Dude, old women loved Elvis and Tom Jones. Elvis and Tom Jones. Those were like, forget about it. So okay, so you leave Virginia, you head to Limerick. Let's talk about it. What was the experience like? How did you like meeting your new family? Go ahead. The first time I met him was on a weekend. Yeah. So, uh, you know. My aunt drove us up to Limerick. She actually stayed the weekend, but yeah. like at one of my aunts, like my aunt Sissy lived out like by like the McDade mall. Okay. Uh, she was a waitress over like at the mall. Like McDade so Boulevard, like in Chester? Yeah. McDade yeah. mall down Baltimore mm-hmm. F. Yeah. Okay. So, um, an hour away. Yeah. yeah, like I didn't even know that, you know. She told me later. She was like, "Yeah, dude, I wasn't going far. Like, I don't yeah. fucking know these people." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we went, and it was pretty cool. I mean, it was weird okay. actually, like, cause like there was another. My other brother was, he's only like a year younger than me, right? And then another younger brother, who's like you know, basically the same age as the twins, maybe like a year younger. 
Okay. So it was already, they already had their own family dynamic, you know, like he was the oldest, he was the fucking alpha. Yeah. And they had, they had, they had two kids of their own. One of those kids was about the same age as you, about a year younger. And then your actual siblings you came in with, they were younger, but they had another sibling who was around their age. So like, they they kind of matched. Wait, wait, wait. So you didn't go by yourself there. You went with you and your two siblings to the place in Limerick. So we got split up, dude. So we got split up, but they kept the core of us together. So I went to this family with um, my brother and my sister. Okay. My other sister actually originally got adopted like um, like a random cousin I had or something was looking to adopt and took her in because she was like, you know, a young kid. She was like a toddler. Yeah. Um, and uh, the younger, the, the infant, they decided to adopt him into a family in Virginia. And just okay. like give him a fresh start. Right. And we all agreed on it. You know, like they sat yeah. us down and we were like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, yeah, like maybe someday, but yeah, let this fucking kid, you know. Are you still in contact with everyone, even the toddler or even the infant? Nah, not the infant. Like the last I heard. So like I went years later, like in high school, I went to uh, see my Aunt Judy. Like the year before she passed away. And uh, bro, we were in Walmart. I'm not even kidding you. It's a small town, dude. Like. You know, his parents like are head of like the fucking the sports leagues and shit. You know, it's like a good family, but I saw him. I'm like, looked and my Judy like looked at me and just her and I knew and we walked away. And then I asked for the first time in years and she was like, yeah, look, I get this stuff from like social services. Cause she knows like all the social workers. Cause she's like the foster mom of the year, you know? So like she showed me pictures of him growing up. Like he played soccer, he ran track. Like he has a good life, but I never talked to him again. So he doesn't, oh. does he even have an idea of like what you did for him? I don't know. I have no idea. It's, you know, that's up to like whatever his parents told him. You legit but, saved this kid's fucking life, man. Well, yeah, he was like my, you know, he's my little brother. I got to change his diapers and did everything. You know what I mean? Um, oh. Fed him sugar water, dude. <laughs> bro, we had no formula. I probably fucked him up, bro. He, I mean, he, he gave him diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> Only way, dude, I figured out like on my own as a child that babies will stop crying if there's no food. Sugar water. Yeah. Shake it up, give it to them, and they will chill. It's <laughs> like a trick. I was like, oh my God, I'm a magician. Yeah. Like if these parents you only told knew, me, yeah, you and told you me the story. Six bottles of it a day. <laughs> yeah. So all you know what to do. You told me that story, and I was like, like we were laughing, telling like dark stories of our childhood. And you told me that story, and I looked at you, and I was like, you're responsible for an infant. You had yeah. to feed them. Yeah. I'm like I'm like, do you want a hug? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you know I love you, right? That's rough. Oh man. yeah, dude, you come to terms with this kind of yeah. shit, though. You yeah, know, it is dark, dude. Bad. But like. I've, but it's I've good that you many know. time like working on it, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's good that you like saw him as an adult. And you're like, that is alive. It's good. Dude, yeah. he was so tall. And like, there was always speculation because this was one of those times my mom dipped. You yeah. Know, she came back and she might he was have been a, he was a toot. He was a toot boy. Nah, they think because my mom was apparently, because I remember my pops talking about it, was like fucking my dad's cousin. So you should, like, like I'm saying, like it's not your dad's. He's like your stepbrother, right. right? I think so. Yeah, I think it's Tony Gufano's son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He could like be like my cousin brother, which is yeah. nuts. Yeah, but okay. So you go to Limerick. It's you, your two twins, right? And then you're going into a family that already had two kids of their own. Okay, and so well, you know. 
There's five. So then the three of you would go with the two of them. So it'd be five total. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So it's you. Then there was an already the oldest boy that was there. Then another, then your twin, then your twins siblings, and then a youngest girl. Boy. A youngest boy. Okay. So you get there. Go, go ahead. So you and your two siblings get there at the same time. Yeah. Okay. And, and you go in saying. and what's going on? Um, it was kind of weird at first, you know, like I remember the first weekend we got there, they wanted to make it like fun, you know, just kind of let loose. So like, I remember we did a bunch of shit, you know, like we went to the bowling alley. That was like the first time I ever went to a bowling alley. Okay. Um, you know, I'm like 11 okay at this point um i thought that was pretty cool yeah i remember like this was like the first time my brother and i had beef it was like the you know kind of like the one that when the fucking apes show off in the yard you know yeah like, yeah yeah. the alphas who, are are strutting squaring off yeah yeah yeah, yeah and like yeah. i remember my mom was like you guys can go to the snack stand you know get some yeah get some shit if you want yeah he gave me the money I was like, yeah. here you go, Mickey. Like, take the money. You're the oldest, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go handle it. I'm like, yeah, yeah easily, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. So like, we're up there. We order, and like my, uh, you know, my brother, like, cause bro, he's no bitch either, you know. Like, and at this point, like, I don't know bull from shit, you know. And yeah. he like snatched, snatched the money out of my hand, bro. And I socked the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking, because I just knew how to. Like that's how when it went down, it went down. Like I'm yeah. punching your face. Like I'm you throwing combos. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know this dude. I don't know how strong he is. I don't know. I don't know if his young bull is gonna back him up. I'm just start swinging. Yeah, and he was not ready to fight. Like he, you know. So I fucked him right up and got in trouble like immediately. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. They're like, don't do that. But also too, like it kind of, you know, I'm like yo, son, like don't don't play me, dude. Yeah. And then before I knew it. So when I got there, my brother was grounded and he was grounded for throwing knives at my mom's like antique chair. Okay. And like, you know, like I didn't know this at the time. And then like, you know, I'm already liking this kid. Yeah. He's the man. He's the best dude. So then like, before I know it, I'm like, Oh dude, like he's pretty cool. Like I could use this kind of muscle. Yeah, you know, like he was a tough kid too. Like he just needed yeah. some direction. Our dad was like a pussy. He was in like Boy Scouts and shit. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I immediately was like, no Boy Scouts. I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing it. And my dad was yeah. like, I hate this one. I hate this one. This is the worst one. <laughs> like he hated me. I kept saying it's for gay lords, dude. I'm like, this is the gayest thing. Like the handkerchiefs, I would bid on them when they would come out. I'd be like, oh, like pointing, and my mom would be like, chill, like you shouldn't yeah. do that. And I'm like, dude, they're so gay looking yeah and like he got my little it didn't help that they're called weeblos you know dude, oh, if you don't <laughs> think i made a gazillion weeblow jokes <laughs> in my life, dude. yeah so yeah i never like my dad wasn't very competitive you know like he didn't really get me so like him and i didn't really hit it off like my dad and i were very different my adopted yeah. dad you know yeah. what i mean like he was into the scouts he wasn't so very you clashed like right away or not so much clash just like didn't have a bonding thing you know and kind of clashed a little bit you know still that way or was that resolved eventually i mean it took very many years you know i'm 31 and we've been cool now for probably like six five six years but like very cool now you know like i had to grow up i think a little bit and it's weird man like you're taking a bunch of kids it's like 
the kids were used to listening to me. So it was like yeah. a very strange power dynamic for him as like, you know, Irish Catholic head of the house. Right. He would tell the kids to do something and they would look at me. Right. And but they like, yeah, yeah. They would just be nerd, you know, like they didn't know what to do. Like, right. And they just, I remember knew, one time yeah. he was like, stop doing that. And they were like, should we stop? And I'm like, dude, you stop when I fucking tell you to stop. <laughs> it was weird. Like I refused to call them mom and dad. And it just didn't feel natural to me, you know? Why? And, um, I mean, like, did they really want it that bad? Like, like, well, it, like it the day different. one, they were like, look, you're moving in here. Nice to meet you. I'm mom. That's dad. All right. No, talking from they, now on. They were really, actually really cool about it in the beginning. You know, yeah. like I could tell like my, my, they read all the adoption books and shit. Like, you know, like okay. they, they did the work, but right. it's like, I am not your normal kid. You know, like I have a very strong you, identity. You, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it was weird to them because like the other kids fell in, in line because like they never felt love from anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they really like, they, got into it. Like, yeah. You were old enough that you had some connection to your parents where you felt like they put you on missions and you could you could win their love by doing illegal things. But then you were trickling that down to the kids. You're like, well, you got to eat. Like, here's the things that I want today from our parents. But they had no interaction with your parents, really. So yeah. they had adults now. So now yeah. you're, you're getting that divide where you and have you to. Because it's yeah. a similar dynamic. Like, I have my, my stepdad moves it. I've been running my house for three years. I'm in charge. My mom uh, pays the bills. But I, like, dictate you, chores. If yeah. anyone steps out of line, I put yeah. them back in place. Like yeah. I take the dogs out. I pick the shit up. I mow the lawn. Like I fucking run this house. Yeah. Then a man and three boys moves in and I'm like, what? Well, I, I still run this shit. Like I, you yeah. know, shit don't change. Now you move on. Yeah. <laughs> and so that dynamic of like your brother starts to fall in line with them and you're like, no, no, no. I, I still run this. And you're yeah. like, no, wait, you're, you're 10. You don't have to run this. And you're like, yeah. well, I can't turn it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it was. It was like I yeah. just couldn't turn it off. Also, so, too, like they're also seeing you as a savior because how many times did you take the lumps for them when you guys were in South Philly? Like every you know, time. Yeah. yeah. You were like their you were also their protectors, too. Yeah. So yeah. they also had that attachment to get over as well. So okay. So let's get a little lighter though. So you're there, you kind of assi <laughs> you're you're assimilating into this new family with you and your two siblings and you guys are all assimilating with your new siblings and your parents and you know, the food isn't as great as Aunt Judy's and stuff at first and whatever. So you're doing that, but then also you start going to school and do you get heavily involved in sports when you're at school? So yeah, actually even like before because i remember we got there august 17th yeah like, i'll never forget the day you know what i mean and um like right away i guess earlier they asked if like when we went on a visit like would you want to play football so they signed me up for football and i already nice. played in virginia you know so like i was already a mighty might i already got defensive player of the year i was nice nice so like i was just tenacious dude. yeah <laughs> yeah so um so i was already playing football like it was kind of weird because like my brother, who at that point, we became pretty cool together, you know, like he he made a shank like he showed me because him and I had bunk beds and he had this really cool like um, he broke off a compass, like the sharp point, you know, and like put it to a fucking spitball gun. And I'm like, this kid's an innovator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was like, this dude's awesome. And he yeah. had like a Richard Rip like uh, poster. 
because my mom went to the same school as like Rip Hamilton. So like okay. she like loved him. Right. And you know, it could tell how tall you were. And, and my brother would shoot the things at it and fucking throw it at his eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> so wait, this, this is my guy, dude. This kid's getting in trouble for throwing knives in a chair. Now he's you like creating like pretty much a mini spitball fucking dart gun, right? And he's deadly with it. And nice. so okay, so Boy Scouts was beneficial for this one. Right. Yeah, he, kinda, he was like, look, I'm getting knives. I'm getting wood. I'm fucking making weapons. All right. He was cool, dude. He tied nice. my brother to a chair one time. Like my dad couldn't get it off. He had to like break his chair. <laughs> his knot game is bananas, dude. Love He's nice. He got He's his knot nice. badge day one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, nice. I played football and like I was just way better. And that was always strange, you know, like because like he didn't get a lot of time. And like I was, you know, always like captain. Oh, you, and team. you guys played on the same team. Because at that point it was weight. Okay. So yeah. So you know, like before the you know the seventh grade team. Yeah, you were older, but you were malnourished, so you weighed much less than you should have. Also, I was I was shorter too. You know, we're a year apart, so like the first year we were the same, but yeah, the next year I went up a weight class and he did. Okay. All right. So you guys are playing, right? So you, so okay, so you're playing football and like you start like you're playing like the midget programs at first and then eventually you play like middle school and stuff right yeah. and then you would play high school ball right varsity all four years right yeah i was, I was pretty good yeah what, what i got pos- hurt and i couldn't play my senior year but what from position ninth grade, did you play i was a running back and i played outside linebacker i was a will weak side did you get like any offers or anything like that to go to school i could have actually I had one of those weird situations where um, East Stroudsburg was looking at one of my buddies to nice. play corner um, and they were looking at tape and like, I returned a kickoff as a young bull. And like they, I remember at the end of the year, they would call people down like football players and stuff when coaches were there and they called me and like, no one in my class was getting called down already, like in 11th grade, you know? Nice. And like, they talked to everyone. They were like, if you, keep playing like that like you can come here we'll come back here next year like we wanted to let you know like we saw you and i was like oh shit they're like hey there's this guy his name's wes welker and this other guy named julian edelman we want you to be like them yeah i was shifty dude i i was i was pretty quick i was a great form tackler you know like i i i could i could stick them and i was Mm. smart and you had a ton of aggression Oh yeah, dude, I was a maniac. (laughs) (laughs) i had a lot of pent-up aggression how did you like like concussion protocol all the all the time yeah how did you like like the leadership role too as well like because you would be end up being a captain on the team right yeah so like early when i first started playing it was really hard for me to let coaches like scream in my face and shit sure then i had i'll never forget dude like this really good coach one year and he told me like you know he's like you got you you you, you're good dude but like you don't know it all like, you know, and he like was, you know, that coach, the fucking check. You'd yeah. be like, dude, you suck. Like yeah. we're talking about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Which was like the best thing anyone could tell you at that time. Yeah. Like, and like then after had, that, yeah. yeah. But also too, like, I wasn't the best like leader. Like I, I literally spring forward history have more fucking personal fouls than anyone in four years of high school. Like I would get called all the time because like, I would just like on kickoffs and punts, like, I would f- try to fuck you up. I would just try to yeah. always wanted the ball. So I would punch and rip and they'd be like, dude, you're a maniac. They're and like, dude, the whistle blew like, 10 minutes ago. What do you do? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I, I like one time killed like the 
I'll never forget fucking um, Boyer Towns, like one of their better players, punt return. He caught a fair catch and I fucking <laughs> took his head off. Dude, I didn't even consider stopping and I just hit him as hard as I could. Wow. Oh, it's I 15 yards, like fuck them. Like, yeah, that set a tone. <laughs> yeah, like that's the kind of guy I was. And like some people, you know, loved it and others didn't. So it's like, you know, right. I always split the room. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. But the ones that loved you would fucking jump on a grenade for you. Sure. Right. Got yeah. it. Okay. So what other you were doing basketball as well? Yeah. Uh basketball, I always was like pretty good. You know, like I never yeah. got to the point where, where like I could really compete in high school. So like I think I played in school until like the ninth grade and then I got cut. So then I just from then just played like, you know the rec travel leagues. I would do like the summer or sinus leagues and shit like Weston art. And, you know, nice. just like I was yeah. still playing, but it just wasn't for the school. Okay. I wasn't good enough. My left wasn't good enough. Honestly. Yeah. Couldn't go with your left hand. I could just not as good as everyone else. You know what right. I mean? Like at that point, like I was a football player. So dude, that's one of the things... to always recruit for wrestling. And I just was like, it's, you should have done it, man. It's a fucking, your whole life would have been different. Your whole life. Talk about getting aggression out. Oy, oy, oy. So, okay. So let's keep it moving then. Um, all right. So then I want to get into kind of like the, like your job history a little bit. So you moved to Limerick, right? And we'll start your job history there. So you're at Limerick, you're working as like a busboy at a diner at like 13, right? And like, how long were you there doing that? A couple months? Uh, yeah, almost probably a year at the Limerick Diner. Okay. How'd you like it? Um, I hated it. Like, yeah. it was right as, like, I was starting to, like, smoke pot and shit. So, I, like, I'd get home from school, like, smoke an L, yeah. you know, and, like, walk up there all tired. And, like, a four-hour shift would seem like fucking ten years. Yeah. And, like, all the ladies were, like, old. And, uh, like, I just kind of floated around and, like, you yeah. know eight fucking like in the back you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know and the cooks loved you oh yeah like i would go out and like smoke cigs with the old guys and shit like they were cool nice all right so then you would leave there and you would work at the best tomato pie in the fucking world at corpley's is that right yes um right. actually i forgot i might have not told you this but before that it was very short-lived i worked at giant Okay. And we- I did, I did, get, but this is pretty funny. I got fired because like I stole condoms and American <laughs> pie. Yeah. So, <laughs> I <got fucked>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to jerk off to it in a condom. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> or you're, I mean, like, what if they're like, does this kid practice in the fuck a pie? Did he get the condoms? He's going to go fuck a pie. So, I was that way. kind of dude. Yeah. But yeah. yeah um, so, yeah. Then I went to uh, Corpolis. Greatest tomato pie ever. So, all right. So you're there. What do you, okay. So for those people are, so I just want to let everyone know, we do have international listeners, right? We're in Canada. We're in India. We're in uh, England. We're in, uh, God, there's an Eastern European country. I'm forgetting. Uh, we're Serbia. In, we're in Ukraine. And then we're also in Mozambique. J-Dub, massive in big Mozambique. On, I'm big in Mozambique. Oh, right. Mr. Mozambique. Big following. Yeah. So, yeah, big time. So, either way, um, you're at Corpolis. Corpolis is a famous, famous deli in Norristown, right? 
and it's famous for its tomato pie. So for those not in the Philadelphia area, tomato pie, it's, you can describe it as like, it's a pizza with no cheese, right? But it's, it's not hot. It's room temperature or cold sometimes, but the sauce is just fucking incredible. And I'm a big fan of like, I like the slice where it's one crust, right? So it's like, you know how you can get the corner gimmick, right? Where it's like a Gosh, double crust yeah. end. I'm a big fan of the one crust end. I know the center cuts nice too. If you want to fold it and get it down quick, but I like holding the crust and doing any piece really. Cause it's all incredible. I'm a corner guy. Always been a corner guy. Yeah. So either way, how much tomato pie did you cut at Corpley's? I cut a million tomato pies, dude. A billion. <laughs> Legit. For real. Like how I would have like, to get in there every morning just... at like dude six in the morning. And this is like when I was getting wasted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're well, like you could do that back then. Because when you're yeah. young, it's like you get so wasted and just fucking run a marathon the next day. Dude, I would, we wouldn't even go to sleep. We would stay up all night, fucking pop Adderall in the morning. Uh, <laughs> go over there. I'd cut a thousand tomato pies. Sweat like, like crazy. I, I was a robot, you know? Yeah. And then I would cut some bread. Maybe I'd have to go to the deli. Clint, it sucked if your, I was on. Clint your jaw the whole time. Oh, all fucking day, dude. Rotisserie. Uh, I'd have to fucking break the chicken's legs on the rotisserie. Oh, hated it. Nice. All right. And then, okay, so how long were you there? years dude i worked there and also giovanni's the pizza uh, shop okay and then uh another thing i wanted to ask you had a third job at this time as well you were we'll just say you were a recreational pharmacist is that right that is true i yeah. did do recreational pharmacy for a bit yeah, yeah. Um, how did that go longer than i'd like to admit yeah. <laughs> better than you think you know yeah. i had a long run yeah, um, Mickey the doctor, you know what I mean, dude? Sometimes people just need some things. I had them. Right, Mickey, nice, Mickey easy... medicine cabinet stuck around even after you left South Philly. Dude, I could never shake it. I could never <laughs> shake the scheme. And really, I, I couldn't. It sucks. Like, that's the thing. Like, as, as, that is... as, as my yeah. life changed, I just was always thought like a criminal first because of the, you know, the many years of just getting right. that. Like, it's it just was kind weird. of stuck in your head. And, yeah, dude. Yeah. People think I'm joking when I say, but like they, they like drugs just find you. Like some at one point, you just like you figure it out and they just like they like you have a look about you. Like at a yeah. bar, somebody just walks up to you, like, hey, you want some blank? And you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a beacon for that, dude. It's yeah, very strange, know. man. I, I could say you both are very much like <laughs> yeah. I know D Justin is a drug magnet. He I'm not is. even looking for it most of the time. It just finds me. Somebody walks up to me randomly. I'll be at a bar and they'll be like, you want to see? And I'll be like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah like, I, mean, I didn't ask for this. Yeah, but I you never say no. <laughs> I'll get it at a good price, too. Like This is just like, I'm like, oh, my God, the best plug ever. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Sucks. No. Blessing yeah. and a curse. It's, it's a gift and a curse. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So then you leave Corpolis, right? And you would go to uh, you would go to like a health agency as an intern. Is that what was going on? So that was after. So I did Giovanni's and Corpoli's until okay. I left for college. OK. And I, in college, I got an internship yeah, at this medical supply company. OK. In the and, summertime. And what yeah. were you doing there? 
So when I first got brought on there, I was working in the billing department, it, right. which sucked, but they gave me like this asset recovery list where they're like, Hey, all of this stuff has been out for like months. And like, at this point we're about to write it off. So there's like, you know, fucking 30 grand here, like see how much you can get back. Okay. And like in a month, like the first time I was there, I got 25 grand back out of a nice. $30,000 list. And like the, boss like how did you brother. were you just like calling and, and yeah okay harassing but right. like i'm from where these people are from so i'm like yo dude you know what's gonna happen yeah you know, like i would shoot them straight i was nice yeah at them. yeah and they came in and like you know like made it a thing and i was like oh shit and then from that moment on i had a job anytime nice. i came back from school nice all right so you showed your worth showed that hey mickey hustles here so then, okay. So then you did that like all through school. And then did you say, stay at the same place and just kind of like your role changed or did, is that when you left and came back and we're at like a sleep apnea place? So this place is the first sleep apnea place. Like this is it. But yeah, okay. I climbed the, you know, like the corporate ladder pretty quickly. Okay. Cause it's like, you know how it is, dude. It's like politics. Like half these guys I'm partying with on the weekends. It's like, yeah. if you do good work, dude, you know, I, yeah. I was very lucky. I got to say, you know, like a lot of people fucking can work there for 50 years, dude, Justin knows. And it's like, they're in the same spot. So like, yeah. I was lucky in a way, but I also, I was nice, you know, like this, no yeah. ifs, ands, or buts. You yeah. entered the company at a good time. It was growing and like the same thing. Like as long as you like were moderately competent, and like not to downplay like your hard work, but like as long as you were like intelligent, like they would move you up. Like they yeah. you could tell the the people who just could like type in simple things to people who are like, hey, this is a better way to do this. And they were like, yeah. Hey, would you like a better job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. as long as you came up with a better process, because it was so new, it was like if you could come up with a better process that made logical sense, they'd be like, Do you want to run this department? And you'd be like, Is that how this company works? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like there are people that can come in like there's people that can't like they have to be given yeah. a list and told like sure. this is what you do right and they can't function outside of that but if yeah. you give them that they can fucking crush right but they need that otherwise they're like huh so for that company the asset recovery they would have like you know equipment out on the street and they would want it back so if okay. if you owed a bill mickey would call you try and collect it if they had equipment, he would coordinate like, hey, like, I'm going to have a guy come pick it up. So for that stuff, all the equipment that we were no longer able to bill for, we had a huge list of it. Me and another kid, all three of us were friends. So Mickey's calling them, setting up the appointments. Me and this other kid are taking a bit. This is my favorite thing ever at work. It, we would get paid uh, per item. So if you got back this one piece of equipment, it was $100. If you got back this other piece of equipment, it was $50. Mickey would call these people, line up, getting, you know, be home at five o'clock. I'll have a guy come by and pick it up. You'd line up a list. He'd give it to us. Me and this kid would come out. We would go into the city. I would, it was a big van, no seatbelt on the back. He would pull up park. I would open the side door, run out, knock on the door, collect the equipment, dive in the back. Like we would run through because it was in the shittier areas. Like you go to right. like Kensington area of the Philly yeah. and just be running up and down streets, pulling the equipment. We'd like talk to him at the end of the night. We'd be like, we got 17 fucking units back, which means like Mickey's getting paid on his end. We're yeah. getting paid on our end. And we're like running this A team style, just like going through Kensington. <laughs> it was so much fucking fun. Wow. Yeah. And like some, like it got gross. Like some units, you would get um, apnea monitors, which track a baby's heartbeat and will alert if the infant's uh, heartbeat drops too right. low. It'll make a very loud sound. Yeah. And um, 
we would get that machine back. You know, the parents weren't using it. They weren't reporting or whatever. We'd have to get it back or the kid was too old and they'd be like covered in roaches and shit. Oh. So I would be like, I would get suited up. Like I'd have my pants tucked into my boots. Oh. I'd have my shirt tucked into my gloves. I'd be coming with black bags and a mask and like bagging shit up, having them sign for it, like diving in the back, throwing it and be like whipping through. It was so much fun. <laughs> nice. Nice. So you guys had like a whole little hustle set up, but this, yeah, inside the company, your hourly, all of this outside of that, just an extra cash hustle. That so you you're getting to, like an extra thousand dollars sometimes. I made more doing that than I did all week. Oh, and wow. they would they would pay us to like stay late. So you know, all of this yeah. till I'd all stay till nine o'clock, yeah. time and a half. They'd be out on the road. I'm like boom, 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 and it was just like, and this is what I mean. It's like automatically scheme brain. You know, yeah, and it's yeah. all legal and like they loved it, of course. Or like yeah. you guys are showing initiative, but we're like, oh shit, we're gonna this is all you gotta do is talk to that guy in that department. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. People are idiots, dude. Most of like the working force are pretty dumb. <laughs> kind of it's kind of wild, dude. If you think about it, like think about all the people you've worked with. You're like, how do you how do you even get up in the morning? You know, yeah. and like get yeah. here. Like, I don't even know how you get here, let alone I- like yeah no i'm 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 with you i've said it like i worked in restaurants for years and in my mind i was like i could never work in an office i don't have a college degree i could never do that right then i get an office job and i realize immediately how overly qualified 90 percent of the like workforce in a restaurant is for to work in an office right like there's you don't need like bro there's like also to like in an office, how many lazy fuckers have you met in an office? Oh, it's, 99%. Oh, my God. Some of them, I'm like, what are you like this? You can't be paid to do this. right? <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. But it is what it is. What are you going to do? So, okay. So let's keep it moving. You have like you eventually would then work up like like uh, work up the, the ranks at this place. And you would become a director of sales vice president, right? Or no, so- that's that's the next company. So at this one, I got all the way up to like I was supervisor, and then they like made a department for me. Okay. So like I started taking the asset recovery and like doing that, and then we incorporated like selling the supplies differently. You okay. know, so like they made like a you know a pet protection plan, right? Like a warranty, right. okay. and like I I was like the Wayne Gretzky. You know, like it's like I sold a billion of them. Okay. Like, so I was just given kind of cool, like little things to do, you know? And then, yeah, yeah, before you know it, like I was just, they were like, oh shit, sales is where we keep them. Yeah. And then I just crushed it. All right. And you but became... everyone else, like you said, is a robot idiot. So it's like, you know? yeah. Well, you became like a director or manager in sales, right? So, so, yeah. So then, you know, the owner of the company who like started it, he stepped away and made a new company. You know, okay. and it was like a little different. So he asked me to come with him. I was like okay. one of three people. Okay. And um, that's where I went on to. I was I was hired as the director. You know, we built this company up fucking five, six years. I ended up becoming the VP of the sales. Um, and then Corona hit COVID. Okay. And the company just went gaboosh. Yeah, I mean, it was and this is what's kind of wild is like you know, it was, everything was working against us, you know, like we have to get people to the doctor's office. Like people weren't even allowed to go to the hospital, let alone like to the orthodontist, you know, like I did everything I could do, you know, with telemedicine and everything, but 
working in healthcare is very difficult, especially when you have all these Medicare rules and it's, it's, you're set up to fail, you know, it's, yeah. it's not really made for the patient, you know, yeah. which kind of sucks to say, but so, yeah, I mean, we could, no, it's made to keep you sick. They, Chris Rock said it best. You don't get like, they could come up with cures, right. But they're still pissed about the money they lost out on polio. Right. Yeah. Like they, you get the money on the comeback. Right. So yeah. they just keep you coming back. That's all it is. They don't cure you. They keep you sick. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And then yeah. fucking, you know, cause we made mouth guards as opposed to like, you know, CPAP masks and CPAP okay. machines. Yeah. And like our lab shut down in Texas and, you know, Texas got hit hard, dude. At yeah. one point with the pandemic, you know, our lab was in Dallas shut down, dude. I found a foreign plug. I found like a Chinese connect. Like I set up this whole fucking thing. We had a new plug, new lab. And then fucking Trump out of nowhere starts a fucking trade war with China on steel and butt fucks me, dude. That guy's such a (laughs) jerk, dude. That guy is such a dickhead. Like, oh my God. But you know what I mean? Anyway, it's like, just because, you know, he affected me personally, he is sucking dick, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I I have no political opinion whatsoever, and neither does the Working Perspectives podcast. But yeah, Mickey so, Bats fucking does, dude. You know, well, fuck that guy for now. You dude. can, yep, that's fine. So that's all me, dude. I'll yep, take that. Whatever you want to do, we just don't. Politics is just not a subject we cover on the show. Oh so yeah, it, it, just... either way. So keep going. So the company goes under, right? Fucking China shits on your face. You're kind of screwed there. So you leave there. Is this when you go to get your real estate license? This is when I have a mental breakdown. Okay. Is Regina <laughs> is Regina around at this point, or does at Regina... this point I lost everything, dude? I went completely bananas. Nothing, you know. Like, yeah. Luckily, I got a little bit of a severance, you know, I, with the PUA and shit. I was able to like live pretty comfortably. Okay. But it was, you know, it was wild. Like as I, I fell off, son, you know, fall yeah. from grace. Um, it was yeah. like a shock, dude. It sucked. So then, yeah, I, um, had to call a therapist. Um, I was being psycho boy, punching stuff, being a total idiot. You know what I mean? Like freaking out at my girl, like, you know, screaming at the cat, Yeah, Just being like a wild boy, like a fucking yeah. jerk off, dude. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, you know, I need some help dog. You know, I yeah. got this Medicaid that's pretty fucking popping. You know, I go to the doctor. He's like, yo, you want antidepressants? I'm like, sure, sure. I'm like, yeah, dude, you kidding me? I'm not, I I love drugs. Like, you know, I'm not doing drugs right now, but I'm not, I'm not a fuck yet. Come on. Yeah. I got on this program, dude. I fucking talked to this shrink for a minute and now I'm normal. You know what I mean? And then through this whole time, completely normal. I mean, I'm most normal. At least I'm confident, you know, and like I have my sense of humor back, you know, so the pandemic was rough on me. You know, I found comedy again, started Justin and I started going to the fucking, you know, the comedy clubs again and you, you just know, found I, like outlets for your trauma and for your like your anxiety and stuff like that i faced it yeah. yeah like i finally looked it in the eye i got some fucking work done on myself and you know i came out better i at the same time my brother brought like a uh you know investment property yeah. so i've been banging a hammer for like six months how rewarding like, is that work dude it's amazing like yeah. it, it really it's, is like it's it's made it's, me a different person. I feel like fucking Joan of Arc or, or something. <laughs> Joan of Arc? wild, I, dude. I've seen this place, and then I, I seen the after effect. And I was like, you did all this shit? He's like, yeah, I fucking I can fix a cabinet. I'm like, you fucking Bobby Velo, baby. Look at this guy. No, we got a... Uh, 
I'm with you. We got like get my daughter, like uh, we have to do like she's, you know, she's going near the stairs a lot more now. So we have to get these gates, but we have like uh, the way the house is like the railings fucked up. So we had to get like these special gates to hang up. So she like like it's a swinging door gate thing that, yeah. you know, so she doesn't go up or down the stairs. You know what I mean? And I put yeah. them in today and I'll tell you what, I feel like a fucking man right now. Because <laughs> I, figured, I figured it out. All right. I figured it the fuck out. And yeah, I did dude. Jimmy rig it a little bit, but I fucking did it. All right. And that's what men do. All right. Really? Yeah. It was like my chucking oysters moment. You know, like I like, you know, had this really nice office job, fucking the title. And then I go to like picking up a hammer and waking up at, you know, fucking six in the morning and going yeah. doing hard work, you know, and like Me it was too. cool. Yeah, but it no, was like a rehab. Yeah. It was like a rehab rehab. I'm going to make a reality show. It's yeah. going to be about rehabilitation and fucking doing houses. Honestly, I bet like if you were like a guy doing that kind of stuff, I bet you could do it like you could get free labor if you were just like, dude, when's the last time you fucking swung a hammer or put together a cabinet? Bro, like, dude, it was so much fun. It was so great. You want to come do it? We're doing it Saturday at this place. There's a school that does it and just be like, you know, get a contract to redo someone's kitchen. Fucking there you go. You know There's what a, I mean? A, a, a group of the public that like hasn't gotten their fingers dirty in a long time. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah. Like, like I see, I see yeah. Mickey covered in paint on his pants. I'm like, look at this guy. Yeah. This guy's in the halfway house, dude. Yeah. Rehab to rehab. I'm telling you, yeah. that's, that's going to be the pitch. It's going to be on TLC in like three years. Just to check yeah, it out. Yeah. 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 Nice. So, okay. So you right now you, you have your realtor's license, you're doing some renovating and things like that. And you're kind of just getting your feet back under you and you're, and you're working on yourself a little bit. Right. Right, dude. You know, Good, um, flip, I'm happy again. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. dark, dude. I'm in the fuck, dude. I did so much jaying in the pandemic. I almost ripped my own wiener off my body, dude. <laughs> dark, dude. I'm in my office. I called it the Jack Shack. All I'm doing, I'm jaying. I'm crying. Just I'm sad, <laughs> dude. I'm hammering it, dude. I'm, I don't do that. Wait, 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 wait. What did you call your office? The Jack Shack, son. I fucking love it. All right. Man, oh, how have I ever never thought of the Jack Shack? Just going through so much tissues, just out of the oh, eyes, dude. out of the head. You use oh, tissues this, like I mean, not just like an old sock or something. Or Justin does the sink. I do. I, I come in a paper towel every time, or every I come time. on something and then wipe it off. Yeah, I have a very strict beat off routine. It's right. like by the book. I'm like, and you fucking... and you have to be laying down. Is that right? To come, yes, I do. Or I have to be at least like tr uh, pretty as horizontal as I can get. Like I'm trying to jail on the toilet, and like you know, I'm doing like the bend. The bend, yeah, trying yeah, to just like, get it. Like, like <laughs> doing the hot dog on the toilet. Yeah, or it's like it's like if I wanted to jump into the pool and do the what is it called? The needle? What's it called? The fucking the pencil? The pencil, dude. I pencil <laughs> it, dude. I point yeah. my toes and fucking. Oh, you're penciling, so you're at like a you're like a surfboard leaning <laughs> like against a, the wall. Clean forty five. Yeah, surfboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surfboard. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Nice. So, all right, dude, man. Awesome. Well. I'll tell you this, man. We're coming to the top of time. Justin, you and me are usually on the same page with this, but Mickey, we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on. Oh, dude, I think this is so much fun. I appreciate you guys for having me. You know, sorry if some of this shit got a little dark, but this is what it is, dude. You know, I try to make the best of it, try to make some jokes. You know what I mean? It's only dark if you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> That's yeah. true, dude. Yeah. That's true. 
No, or if you're Skewa, dude. I have so many. If Mickey's if Mickey's story is a lake, we have just skimmed across the top. Of oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, I mean, dude, no, this was this was honestly this was a great fucking show. This was really really good. Really like, I mean, ice cream, man. That's our whole gimmick, babe. Ice cream, right? Appreciate we hit, that, dude. We fucking hit every flavor of ice cream tonight. I'll tell you that. So. Hey, no, dude, loved having you on. It was great having you back. Uh, before we get out of here, is there anything you want to say to the legions of the Mickey Bats faithful before we take off? Um, keep your head up, fam. You know, check me out at the fucking Low Life Podcast on YouTube, where we try to get to the bottom of the problem over there, dude. We do a lot of crying, we do a lot of complaining. A Shoot. lot of fucking anti-commie yeah. stuff right now, dude. <laughs> it's pretty lit, dude. Come over. Nice, man. Nice. The Low Life Podcast will have a link for it in the description of this episode, so make sure you check it out. Nice. Very cool. Uh, Jalen Dub. Anything you want to say to the uh, the Jalen Dub lovers before we roll out of this biatch? So I want to say shout out Mozambique. <laughs> shout out my boy Mickey. Shout out keeping your mic out of arm range. Shout out Mozambique. Shout out shout not out whacking your fucking mic. Shout out Mozambique. Fan of the show. Listen to the show. Shout out trying to pull that thing off the front of you. You know, sometimes dude. you got to do what you got to do. Dude, I can smash this thing in a fucking toilet seat. I smash the toilet seat on it, dude. Uh, sometimes you got to I'm adopted. Yeah. I'm adopted, dude. You got to go to the Jack stuff. Shack. Sometimes you just got to go to the Jack Shack. Hit me nice. up, dude. Mickey, Mickey drip oh, drops. You know what I'm saying? Nice. I never can shoot it, dude. Later on. Nice. <laughs> so Love nice. It. Yep. Well, dude, I'll tell you, this has just been another great episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by J-Dub Justin Richardson, and our guest was the one one and only Mickey Hadfield. You can find all our stuff and all our content on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the Tiki Talk at Working Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com. And just for the love of God, don't make me go to the Jack Shack. Just get her <laughs> off my back and like and subscribe so my wife leaves me alone about doing this show. This has been the Working Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See you. <laughs>Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, T is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.